0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Riley drops back, looks, looks, dances and throws and he's going deep down the field. Oh, what a catch by Darrell Walker
2: who skipped his way to the end zone. He'll drop it off to Pouillon, twists it back to McDavid, inside to Everly, rich shot score! 3-0 Jordan Everly.
0: home for breaking news on your favorite teams. Now, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Oilers and Eskimos.
2: 630 Chet. So the Oilers make one trade but make a bunch of moves. In fact, three new members of the team. Patrick, Ramo- uh, Patrick Maroon is the guy they acquire in a trade from the Anaheim Ducks. The Oilers... Give up Martin Gernat and a fourth-round draft pick. Gernat drafted by the Oilers in the fifth, uh, fifth round in 2011. Patrick Moon is going to join us in about one minute here on Inside Sports. Off waivers, the Oilers claim Adam Party from the Winnipeg Jets, Adam Fracknell from the Vancouver Canucks. A couple of players signed to new contracts as well. Laurent Brassois and Brandon Davidson both get two-year extensions. Some of the other news, Laurent Brassois and Darnell Nurse Assigned to the minors. That is just a paper transaction. They are uh, back up in the NHL and expected to suit up tomorrow in Buffalo. It just means that they'll be able to play in the AHL playoffs. Jujar Kara and Jordan Osterley go to Bakersfield. They'll stay there. Luke Gazdick and Nikita Nikitin called up. That is a summary. Of the Oilers moves today. Plenty of time to talk about this. Jason Strudwick will join us later on, as will Bob Stoffer. You'll hear from Adam Cracknell. We'll get the lowdown on uh, Adam Party from someone who's been covering him in Winnipeg. But we are gonna dive right in tonight and welcome to the six thirty Chet Airwaves, one of the newest members of the Edmonton Oilers, Patrick Maroon. Patrick, my name is Reed Wilkins. Thank you very much for making time for us. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Reed? Doing great, doing great. Uh, I'll start, I guess, with the obvious question. What has your day been like? (laughs) Well,
3: I woke up thinking I wasn't going to get traded, but, um, you know, I I just went to lunch with... uh, I just went to lunch, and about to trade down that was over, and then, sure enough, I get a phone call, and and I've been traded to them and to the others. But you know what? I'm excited for a new jump. I'm excited for the fresh start and, you know, I'm, I'm excited what the, the team's doing in the future. They're going to have a good team in the next few years, so I'm excited to be a part of that.
2: I mean, you mentioned that you didn't really expect to be traded and, and the deadline has has passed. So what's said to you and what kind of goes through your mind? Because maybe even when you saw your phone ringing, you thought, oh, is something up?
3: Well, I didn't hear it ring the first time and then oh uh... I get a couple calls from my mom and dad. I'm like, what are they calling me for? You know, they keep calling me and I found the answers like, did you hear what happened? I'm like, No. She's like, You've been traded and uh I finally got the news from uh my, my the GM Bob Murray.
2: I mean, I know you mentioned that uh it's a new opportunity for, for you. Obviously some exciting things with the Oilers in terms of Connor McDavid in his rookie season and an over a point a game player. I do have to ask you though, Patrick, the Anaheim Ducks are a Stanley Cup contender your former team had a slow start and is playing well right now the Oilers are in 29th and aren't going to the playoffs is that a tough transition for you to, to change teams that are at different ends of the standings
3: yeah it's tough obviously it's always tough for anyone that you know like I told other people like last year you know last year was so tough on me losing the conference finals game seven at the Blackhawks and Knowing this year, you know, we had another chance to go go really far and be a contender in the Stanley Cup. And you know what? I think uh, going to Edmonton is going to be good. I think, you know, they're
2: learning. Patrick, are we still got you? Kellen, are you able to check that uh, connection there on the other side? I, I, we're still connected, but obviously we lost Patrick's uh, audio there. I want to ask him a couple more <laughs> questions? I know uh, he's had a, he's had a busy day. He's still in in California. He's expected to join the Oilers tomorrow for their game against the uh, Buffalo Sabers. Uh, while we're reconnecting with Patrick, uh, Peter Shirelli, general manager of the Oilers, talking about his day today.
0: Um, we have we actually have one trade in the queue. Uh, we're adding a player. So I, I just can't comment on it. So we do have a trade coming. Um, you know, we, we, we added a couple of players via waivers. And, uh, you know, it was, it was relatively a quiet day. Um, I had you know, a lot of discussions with guys, uh, maybe more about future things than anything.
2: Okay, so that trade he couldn't talk about when he did that interview was indeed for Patrick Maroon, Maroon, who has reconnected with us. Okay, Patrick, uh, sometimes that happens uh, with cell phones. You were just halfway through uh, your thoughts on uh, making the transition from a team uh, high in the standings to a team that's not going to be in the playoffs like the Oilers. Yeah, I mean, like I said,
3: they're they're a learning team, and they're learning to be a really good hockey team. and I think moving forward, they can – you know they, they can be a playoff team and be a really good team in the playoffs. So I think this year's you know what I'm just going to go in there and just prove myself and try to do try to do the best I can. Hopefully I can uh, you know make an impression right out right out of the gate.
2: We've obviously seen you as an opponent four or five times a season, being in the same division. But let Oilers fans know when you're playing well, what will they see from you?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, for me, a big, I'm a big guy, big and physical. I, you know, I protect pucks really well. I'm good below the top of the circles. I have a pretty good hand and vision for a big guy. So when those things are going, you know, I'm a really good net presence. I like to go to that net hard, screen the goalie, create space for my line mates. So I, I have some good outsides for a big guy. And, um, you know, I'm getting the chance to play a team period last year in the playoffs and, and this year too a bit. I mean, it gives
2: me a little confidence to play with some good hockey players. Uh, the, the a lot of the websites have you at six three two thirty. That's pretty much accurate. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, you you know that this team has has been looking for size and and checkers and puck protectors. So uh, I, I know everybody is is glad that you're going to bring bring that to the table. Just a couple more for you, Patrick, and thanks for making time for us tonight. Tell, tell us a little bit about your trajectory to the NHL, because you were a sixth-round draft pick in 07, and uh, you, you grew up in, in St. Louis, so what was it like for you through minor hockey and becoming an NHL prospect?
3: Yeah, you know, I uh, grew up in St. Louis, I had good coaches. Uh, Jeff Brown was my AAA coach. He played in the NHL for a while. And, you know, Kelly Chase was a mentor towards me. He owned my junior hockey team. No, the St. Louis Bandits and the Texarkana Bandits. And, you know, just growing up in the St. Louis community, they have a really good alumni. And people just tell me, you know, you have, you're a big guy with some good upsides to your game and you can make it to the NHL. Just got to continue working hard off the ice. And good things will happen for you. So, you know, doing that and having, having those spaces around all the time and, you know, teaching me the game and knowing what's going on and how to react and how to be a pro is, you know, it's, it was good for me.
2: All right. Uh, earlier this season, you fought Luke Gazdek. You, you're glad he's going to be your teammate now for <laughs> the rest of the season.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to fight him anymore. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me ask you this: which which Oiler, maybe besides Luke, are you most looking forward to having as a teammate, as op- as opposed to having play against him?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to. You know just to meet all the guys but I mean that McDavid's a heck of a hockey player I, I want him on my team for sure he's he's really good he's gonna be a star in this league but you know they have some really good young talent there and you know I'm just excited to meet the teammates I love you know I'm, I'm all about it, being a team guy and just enjoying it because uh that's what it's all about
2: all right so are you heading to Buffalo tomorrow yes okay and I, I'm gonna ask because fans are already asking do you know what number you're gonna wear
3: I don't know. I was 19 here. I don't know if 19 is available.
2: but Well, that was Schultz's oh. number, so he was traded. So maybe you can get 19. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Patrick, I know you're probably doing tons of interviews today, and you've got a busy evening ahead of you. So thank you for joining us here on Inside Sports on 630. Chet, enjoy the road trip, and I look forward to meeting you next week. Thank you. Right on. That is Patrick Maroon tonight on Inside Sports, newest member of the Edmonton Oilers, the trade he comes from Anaheim. The Oilers give up a 2016 fourth round pick and defenseman Martin Gernat, the former Oil King who'd been uh, playing in the minors for the past few seasons. Uh, we're going to hear more Peter Shirelli as we come along. Uh, we're going to hear from Adam Cracknell as well. He was picked up off waivers today. Jason Strudwick and Bob Stauffer are coming up between 7 and 8. And of course, I want to hear from you. Do you like what Shirelli did today? Maroon is under contract for a couple more years. Do you think he's going to fit in here? Will he help this team um, in the ways that they they need to be helped? Do you believe he will fulfill the bill for puck protection, for forechecking, for all those things like that? And the contract extensions for Davidson and Brassois, we can talk about those as well. I don't think anybody isn't going to like those, but we can weigh in on, I guess, what we... uh, saw today and how it will affect the short and medium term future of the Oilers 780-496-0063 you can also text 630-630 we're back after this break you're listening
0: to 630 Ched Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins
2: thanks for tuning in tonight I did it again Kellen I did it again. What did you do? I went to the NHL website. Oh. I got to stop doing that. You poor, poor man. <laughs> it's like it's like a new form of torture. Yeah, no Try kidding. and get information about the NHL from the NHL. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Flames lead the Flyers 1-0. Monaghan got his 20th. Rangers up 1-0 on the Blue Jackets halfway through the game. Pittsburgh leading Arizona 2-0 in the second period. Lightning and Leafs scoreless after one. Detroit and Dallas later on and Montreal is out in San Jose. Oilers and Buffalo tomorrow of course we'll have it for you right here on 630 Chet. seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. you can go to the Oilers page on 630 com for all the trades today the uh, new acquisitions Patrick Maroon Adam Cracknell and Adam Party. Those last two guys, both off waivers, both unrestricted free agents. Your Action Furnace Oilers report. Don't forget Action Furnace is home of the fixed right or its free guarantee. Visit actionfurnace.ca. Uh, by the way, the game tomorrow, 5.30 face-off show, a 4 o'clock face-off show here on 6.30 Chet. All right, we got Daryl on the open line, 780-496-0063. Hey, Daryl, you're on with Reed.
1: Hey, Reed, how are you? Doing well. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to catch a lot of the covers on 630 Jet today, but I was pleasantly surprised to hear about uh, a couple of the waiver claimings and then uh, Patrick Maroon. I think the one thing that, you know, is kind of a breath of fresh air is that since Peter Shirelli came in as the FOHO and, and GM, when we talked about staying the course and having a rebuild, we've actually seen steps in the right direction this time, you know, as opposed, to, I'm not trying to criticize my management previously, but we at least see progress being made. Uh, You know, all the acquisitions and trades that he's had so far have at least contributed in part to, you know, building for the future. And I I know that uh, some people may not agree with some of the acquisitions or even the trades, but, you know, he's building that team that we need to compete with in the West. We've seen positive growth with a lot of the players, you know, goaltenders. Everything that we've had happen so far with Picciarelli has been a positive in my mind. Um, You know, then that includes Purcell and Schultz being traded away. Uh, I, i'm just happy i mean I, I look forward to i mean the first year in a long time that we haven't had to look forward to november as being the start of the new year for next year but um you know we're not in the playoff picture but we at least had some hope with mcdavid and him coming back from injury and all the positives in addition to that but uh I, i'm looking forward to it I, I have a lot of faith in shirelli i think he's doing a lot of good things and i think that we have nothing but uh you know the uh sky's the limit for us basically going forward with everything so I, it's a positive thing for us today, and
2: I think it will be moving forward. Well, Daryl, the the moves today, he didn't give up a lot. Cracknell and Party obviously were free players. Uh, part of that, especially Cracknell, uh, brought on by injuries. Well, Party too, because you got Klefbaum and Gazdick out, plus or Clefbaum and uh, Greba out. Plus, Schultz was just traded, so you're you're kind of down a D. Um, they're both bigger guys: six-two for Cracknell, six-four for Party. I would doubt those guys are going to be with the Oilers next season, but they want jobs, so hopefully they they play hard. And, you know, like I said, Maroon is signed for two more years. Gurnat, I don't think, is a Shirely type of player, a mid-round draft pick. So I think the Oilers acquired some guys today um, without giving up a lot. Uh, You know, I know whenever uh, a caller like you praises Shirely, we're going to get people on the other side. A lot of people don't like Korpakoski. A lot of people don't like Griba. A lot of people don't like Latestu. I think people are finally coming around on Talbot, I would hope. Um, but, I mean, he, he, he addressed the depth before he addressed the top two lines and the top D, I guess with the exception of bringing in Sekra. And I think now that's his next move. I just don't think he felt it was realistic to do it all at once.
1: No, but I think what he's done, though, is he's building the framework for the team moving forward. Right. You know, we had a lot of people brought in, um, you know, Jesse Uentu, and, you know, a lot of those guys that really they didn't fit the profile for what the team was supposed to look like. And, uh, no, not everybody is going to agree with Shirelli and what he's done. But what I can say is that what he's been able to contribute to the team has been a lot more positive and productive than what we've had from previous GMs. Um, no, and he didn't give up a lot to bring in uh, Patrick Maroon, which is awesome. But it, it's making those small steps that in the long run are going to be beneficial for the team. And, I mean, you know, we've got a lot to look forward to with the draft and free agency. And, I, you know, people, you heard Patrick Maroon himself, you know, he identified McDavid as being a superstar and the team's going to be good and they will be. And we have uh, Shirelli to, uh, to look to with putting the team together properly. And, uh, like I said, I think he's done a good job so far.
2: Darryl, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right. Chris from Phoenix is on the line as well. Chris, I'm coming up to the news break. So if if you can stay on hold or call back in five minutes, uh, I will get you in. But I know you usually have a pretty solid 90 seconds that you want to get out there. So I don't want to cut you short. So in the meantime, I'll read a couple of text messages here. Um... Dw says, "Is Maroon just Penner 2.0, or is he more physical? Can he give the team more toughness?" I think he is more physical than Dustin Penner. He is not going to score like Dustin Penner. Uh, Tony says, "Maroon reminds me of uh, Penner, big man, slow, lots of potential." Yeah, I think I, I don't know if I, I don't know if Maroon. If I, I think we've kind of ha- have seen what he is, he has been able to score. He, like he said, he's been with Perry and Getzlaff. Um, I, I think he's a hard four-checker. He's obviously not overly fast, so that, that's probably a concern. But the Oilers need guys who can four-check, who can get in on the puck and then keep the puck once they have it for a while. And, and that's been a problem. He's not going to come in and be a superstar. But again, like Daryl was saying, sometimes it's about how the pieces fit together. And as we're seeing... Maybe Cassian, long term fits better with Hall and Dreisaitl than a personal type player does. So maybe, Mar- maybe Maroon's gonna get a chance with McDavid, who knows? Will he be able to keep up to him? No. Can he forecheck and keep the puck in the offensive zone longer so McDavid can get it? Maybe that's your best case scenario. Chris from Phoenix is up after the news. More of your texts and phone calls. You'll also hear from Adam Cracknell, another new Oiler on Inside Sports.
4: This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 Chet.
2: Over the last 3 games Cam Talbot has faced 107 shots he has stopped 102 of them. He is backed up by Laurent Brassois, who got a two-year extension today, as did defenseman Brandon Davidson. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Reed Wilkins with you on Inside Sports. A lot to get to tonight, focusing a lot on uh, your thoughts on the Oilers' day. Before I get to the phones, a quick couple of text messages here. Jamie says, uh, hey, Reed, any reason why Anaheim wanted to get rid of Maroon? Well, they acquired Jamie McGinn and Brandon Peary today. So they clear up a forward spot by trading Maroon away. Um, they get Maroon's salary off the books for the next couple of years, which could help them lock up restricted free agents like Lindholm, Vatten, and Raquel, and Anderson. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, Maroon wasn't having as good a season as he did the last two years. And, you know, to, uh, we talked about the positives he can bring. That, that's a concern. But... You know, if he can get back to that level, the Oilers do have him for a couple more years. It's for sure. We got to wait and see. Like I said, this guy's not going to come in and be a star. He's a depth guy who can hopefully address a weakness of the team, which is forechecking and puck possession. Uh, Vader says, whatever Shirelli did last offseason has the Oilers in last place again. What building pieces exactly has he brought in? That is from Vader Uh, responding to Daryl's phone call who Daryl thought Shirelli has been doing a good job. Vader clearly disagrees. I guess that's another question I can ask you is this year's 29th place positioning. How much of that is on Peter Shirelli and how much do you still think it's not quite his team yet? Chris from Phoenix. Thanks for waiting, buddy. I wanted to make sure you got your full time. Go ahead.
5: Oh, thanks, man. I feel feel special. It's like, uh, it's like I'm a part of the show. I love it. Um, what did I miss I I, I, went, I started work at 2 220 did, did there was there a trade that uh, happened uh, that, that came in later or what happened this Patrick Pat, Pat Maroon I, I remember hearing about him a couple weeks ago Bob was mentioning something about uh, him being available uh, at the end of the season did we acquire him today
2: yes for Martin Gunatt at a fourth round pick this summer it wasn't announced till about 90 minutes after the, the trade deadline passed.
5: Awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, I remember Bob mentioning something about him. He's pretty physical, and, all, and that's good. Uh, we need some more of that. Uh, um, I got a couple of couple of comments. One on uh, last night's game. Uh, I hope that uh, they they do a lot of video uh, replays and they watch a lot of video after the games because that's the kind of that's the kind of game last night that us Oiler fans want to see every night. Um, it wasn't a perfect game, but it was a game where we were fighting, where we were in their face. Uh, I love what Cassian brings, uh, him chirping, chirping everybody on that bench and, and throwing the body. Uh, I think he should stay on uh, on um, on the line with uh, Hall and Drysidle because uh, he provides something that uh, personal doesn't didn't provide. Uh, and then um, I don't know about Mike Johnson. I think he said something today. I don't know if some of these analysts actually watch Oilers games or if they even follow the Oilers, but he made a comment today that the Oilers need. Th- three more top five defensemen this year.
2: Yes, he did and say and that. If,
5: and if he hasn't seen what we've gotten the last few years, uh, we've actually picked up top five defensemen. They didn't work out. we picked up, you know, Griba who's kind of in that ballpark. Ferentz was a top five. McKeen was a top five. And where are they now? We need no less than two more top three defensemen and hopefully a top two defenseman. You know, and hopefully that might be a harmonic type player that we pick up uh, with uh, whatever we do in the off season. Uh, as far as uh, the the couple signings, it was awesome. I loved it. I, I was actually going to call in yesterday and, and, and question when are we signing Davidson because this kid has been phenomenal this year. Like, where has he come from, right? Yeah, you know, he's a. I think he was a sixth round, fifth or sixth round pick. Right? Sixth round pick. There? Yeah,
2: sixth, sixth round. Yeah.
5: So that, that's amazing. That's that's great. Shows. Uh, if we can, you know, snag a couple more of those players in the next few years, couple of years here, maybe somebody from the system, maybe Ulsterly. I, I like the way Ulsterly played. You know, he's he he seems like he he's not as good as Davidson, but he's you know he he tries to make the easy play and, and safe play, which which seems pretty good. And uh, I can't blame Shirelli for anything this year. Uh, this year is it, to me is kind of a wash because he inherited this team. Uh, if we're at this point next year and we're anywhere in the bottom. 20s, you know, if we're in 24, 25, 26, 27 around there, then I'll be concerned. Right. But as far as this year, you know, he's he's got Nikitin that he's got to worry about. He's we've got parents, we've got all, all these guys that he inherited. So once we clear out some of those some of that dead weight, if he actually starts putting his, his fingerprints on this team, which it looks like he's doing with the additions that he's that he's um, you know, added today and hopefully in the summer. And uh, we'll go from there. But uh, great show, and uh, hope I didn't take
2: too much time. No, Chris, always good to talk to you, man. That's Chris from Phoenix checking in tonight. It's 639 Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Phone lines are open, 780-496-0063. James is up next. I just want to quickly read a text message here. Dave Leppard says, hey, Reed, I don't know what Maroon is like, but if he can be an effective depth guy, like Matty Hendricks, for example, he would be an asset to this young Oiler team. Uh, do you know if he plays the penalty kill? Yeah, I believe he will kill penalties. And he will score more than Matt Hendricks, for sure. Not a lot more. Um, but he will have more finish than Matt Hendricks, I would hope, anyway, around the net. All right, we got James on the line as well. Hello, James. Hey, Reed, how are you? Doing very well. Um, Yakupov, I'm just wondering, I mean, we're not privy to this, but if... Uh if he would be
6: more of an off-season acquisition or just wondering what kind of interest uh, the teams may have had and, and maybe with Puglia going down that uh, Shirelli kind of kiboshed any talk on uh, Yakupov moving.
2: Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think he it, – it didn't seem to me like the stuff that was floating around for Yakupov was very appealing to Shirelli anyway. So I, I think he thought – You know, if I'm not going to get much for this player now, why not just wait for the summer? And I think that probably would have been the case regardless of the Pouliot injury. I think the Pouliot injury maybe led more to the Cracknell claim, just so they had another forward. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, maybe, I mean, we'll see if... It's going to be interesting to see the morning skate tomorrow, to see what line yak Puff is on and you know what even that might be not a true indication because maroon's flying out tomorrow so he may miss the morning skate right so yeah. <laughs> i don't know if he's going to throw M- maroon right in with mcdavid or or give yak a chance there you know what i mean people think i hate yak i don't i just don't think he contributes nearly consistently enough but fine That's my g- next g- point, g- Reed. give uh, him a shot if with mcdavid
6: he lights it up he goes on that second line and shows something then uh... You know, maybe he's uh, valuable to keep, but this is like uh, these next 18 games, if he's on that second line, could be make or break his uh,
1: career as an Edmonton Oiler.
2: Well, that's the thing. If he gets the chance, then then he better find a way to get on the score sheet, and he better win puck battles. And and James, I, I just sometimes feel like, you know what, people watch Yakupov without the puck, and not just defensively. Watch how he forechecks and how often he shies away from contact. He lets the other guy go in first. He'll take a chance on intercepting a pass instead of going in hard on the puck. Those are the little detailed things that the coaching staff sees and that they don't like.
6: Uh, we'll, well we'll see you over the next 18 games.
2: I know I I hope he gets the shot and I hope he does those 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 little things uh, a little better. I'm I'm just saying sometimes it's more than the goals and assists and the shots on goal and things like that. That's all. Okay? All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks James, appreciate it. 780-496-0063. Shirely was asked today were you close to doing anything else?
0: Yeah, there was other stuff. Where there's two other things that we we got to the point where it was a yay or nay, and it did not, as I've said three or four times, it did not involve any of those quote-unquote $6 million players.
2: All right, so he was not looking to trade Hall, Everly, or Nugent Hopkins, and he also said in another part of the interview today that he uh, hadn't talked about those guys for about a month or so with, with anybody. So if that happens, that'll be, that'll be in the summer. Shirelli, looking at the uh, rest of the season here. I
0: just want to see the group, and I, uh, the last three games I've actually been happy with because uh, you know that's a that's a grittier side of us that, and there's been a lot better puck support, and you know that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see that in, in over half of the games, and, and to me that speaks to chemistry and it speaks to uh, uh, it just speaks to the general demeanor of the team.
2: Okay, so definitely the last three games different than the last few games on that homestand where it it really went south for the Oilers. They got good goaltending. Let's not forget about that. I mean, in the third period, they allowed 18 shots on goal. They were shorthanded three times, and the New York Islanders didn't score. That doesn't happen without Cam Talbot, but I'm not going to apologize for good goaltending. But they did play a more patient, responsible game, had guys in proper position, didn't take chances. Um. I, again I still think this is a team that doesn't forecheck enough but but they had some pretty good zo- zone time last night against the New York Islanders Bressois and Davidson re-signed Shirelli on those two gentlemen they both
0: in my mind have developed very well this year um, both two players that I wasn't really entirely familiar with um, aware of just by seeing in past viewings and stuff uh, both big and strong athletic and young and and good kids, driven kids, and both deserve the extensions they got. I mean, LB is, uh, what, what I've seen, is a very uh, competitive athletic goalie with size. And Brandon, I think, uh, you know, he's not a 26-minute-a-game guy, I can tell you that, but he's, he's you know, he's an efficient player. He's, 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 he's uh, He can grind it out. He can make, make plays. He's got a good shot, got some size in skating. So, he's, you know, he's on a good path.
2: Well, certainly Davidson on a really good path. Two years, $2.85 million. Average annual value, $1.425. Brassois, a one-way deal, two years, $1.5 million. So $750,000 per year. Adam Cracknell, one of the new Oilers. You will hear from him when we get back. Text line open, 630-630. Phone lines open, (laughs) 780-496-0063.
0: This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader six thirty chat.
2: All right, thanks for tuning in tonight. By the way, Derek Ryan, former U of A Golden Bear, now playing with the Charlotte Checkers in the AHL, has been called up to the Carolina Hurricanes. We have our Live in the Dream segment, which we'll have uh, more of on Wednesday. Derek was the first guest on that segment a couple of weeks ago. I tweeted out the link to that if you would like to go back and uh, listen to it. Great opportunity for Derek Ryan. When we talked to him, he was saying, I hope to get that first NHL game before the end of the year. All right, quick check on the uh, NHL scoreboard. Oh, by the way, the Oil Kings uh, losing 6-1 this afternoon to the Victoria Royals. Tough uh, hockey hooky game for the Edmonton Oil Kings in the National Hockey League. And, of course, your scoreboard, as always, courtesy of Crystal Glass. For all your glass needs, call 310 Glass today. The Lightning lead Toronto 1-0 halfway through the game. Johnson with the goal. Flames and Flyers tied 1-1 first period. Just ended. Monahan for Calgary. Braden Shen for the Flyers. Dallas and Detroit no score early. The Rangers have a 1-0 lead over the Blue Jackets after two. Zuccarello with his 21st. The Penguins... Taking it to the Coyotes tonight, up 4-0 after two periods of play. Uh, I know someone uh, texted in, how come Schultz isn't playing? He is listed as a scratch. I think, though, there might be some visa issues there. It might take a couple of days to get that ironed out. But uh, they aren't missing him tonight. The Penguins leading the uh, Coyotes 4 nothing after two periods. You can text 63630. The phone number is seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 63 Before we get to Adam Cracknell, Tell you what, Kellen, caller number three, caller number three will win a pair of tickets to see Theo Fleury and the Death Valley Rebels at Century Casino on March 4th. Cool. March 4th. Is that uh, Friday or Saturday? That is a Friday. That's Friday. Uh, Flurry, the Olympic gold medalist, former NHL superstar, seven-time all-star, best-selling author, lead singer of Theo Flurry and the Death Valley Rebels, Honky Tonk, the Honky Tonk Records debut release of I Am What I Am is out now. Uh, Tickets are on sale at Century Casino and Ticketmaster. Doors at 7, reserved seating, no minors. But we're giving away tickets to caller number 3, 780-496-0063. All right, the Oilers, besides trading for Patrick Maroon, claiming Adam Party and Adam Cracknell off waivers. Rob Brown and I earlier today talked to Adam Cracknell.
6: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, been such a whirlwind 24 hours here. Played last night while on waivers, and then now I'm an oiler today, so uh, things change quickly.
4: So the first thing you find out you, you've been picked up by the Oilers, do you, A, do you look at, okay, here's who they got on this team, where where can I fit in, or do you look at, okay, here's the schedule coming up, the teams they're playing, now what do I know about those teams and how can I be effective in those games, or is it simply, all right, cool, I'm going to another team, and I want to be prepared and ready for it?
6: Yeah, I think uh, I've been fortunate enough, I've I played those teams, uh, Buffalo, obviously, and uh, tomorrow just looking forward to just kind of showcasing what I, what I can bring to this team and uh, I'm not going to change too much of how I play just adjust to a systems and uh, hopefully just bring some physicality to the game and, and uh, hopefully just be a good addition to the Oilers.
4: Did they give you any indication are you playing in tomorrow's game?
6: Uh, nothing yet nothing yet uh, like I said uh, Craig just said get on get on the flight as quick as possible and make sure you make it and then uh, we'll chat tomorrow morning and and uh, I'm sure I'll speak with Todd as well and uh, kind of go from there.
2: Is this a new experience for you, having to change teams and, and and adjust and travel this quickly?
6: uh I'd like to say it is, but it's definitely not. It's my sixth team in two years, so right. I've been, uh, pretty busy. I did it last year from LA to Columbus, and then uh, got traded back to St. Louis. So uh, it's something that uh, I mean, it's never easy, but uh, at the same time, it's part of the business, and uh, I have to adjust right away.
4: So, so Edmonton Oilers fans that are listening right now, if you were to describe yourself as a player to the fans listening, how would you describe yourself?
6: I think just hard nosed. Uh, for for myself, I, I feel like every day it could be your last day in the NHL, so I, I approach the game with passion. And I, I play with my heart, and uh, you know I, I take pride in my D zone. And I I enjoy blocking shots and just helping the team win. So uh, if I get some big hits in, and I like to get in front of the net, and that's where I'll score all my goals. So I I try to play a pretty uh, me and potatoes type game, and uh, that would be that would be my kind of style. Is just hard nosed. Uh,
2: Adam, what is, what is your approach? If if you've thought this far ahead, but but just to the final 18 games of the season, to you know your free agency status in in, in the summer, do you approach this as another opportunity to prove yourself? Uh, an addition you know I- anything along those lines have, have you have you given I-, I-, I guess your opportunity here have you put it in context uh, for your whole career
6: yeah I think my whole my whole career has been uh, always dialing for a job for the following season so I think uh, Edmonton's showing uh, that they have confidence in me by claiming me off waivers and I'm just going to approach these next 18 games as a trial for for next season and and hopefully be part of uh, something special that they're building there right now.
2: Uh, you know, the Pouliot's hurt. McDavid needs a winger. Or is that your first is that your first question for McClellan, your first statement? I,
6: I think so, you know, if uh, Todd looks at the stats, I have two goals in the last three games, but I don't know if my strength can hold up if I have to keep up with McDavid, so uh, I might have to slow her down a little bit and maybe work my way up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's a good a good attitude to have. I, I mean, look, you're, you, just maybe your thoughts on joining an Oilers team. You know where they've been, and, and you know that they're going through uh, uh, another tough season. What goes through your mind w- when you know you're joining a, a team that just you know, hasn't been able to put it together this year?
6: Well, oh, I just think uh, maybe the changes, uh, maybe just a couple of fresh faces come in, like party and myself, and hopefully they can give uh, maybe just a new look to the team, and hopefully they can be an addition to... Uh, Helping moving forward as as a team, so uh, obviously they have great, exciting young players that that uh, can put the puck in the net and uh, have a bright future as an organization. So uh, I just want to help out any way I can, and uh, I think you, you look at guys obviously like McDavid, he's such a great young, talented player. Everly Hall. Uh, it's just something that they have something special there and just need some uh maybe some more depth on the, the balance of the team
4: so, so i've been where you are right now i've been going from one team to another and i always likened it to the first day at a new school you don't know anyone, but you've seen those kids across the playground before. and Now you're gonna go and yeah, uh, you want to fit in. Like you've been there. Is that is there a little angst the first time you walk into a new rink or a new uh, dressing? Especially it's you know it's a rival. It's it's Edmonton, Vancouver. We've had some nasty games over the last couple of years. Or do you just walk in and say, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Play, where's that? I want that yep. stall right there? And you know Connor over there. You know what? Come hang with you. We're going for dinner tonight.
6: Yeah, exactly, and he's paying too. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I think it's exciting, uh, you know, you always go battle against guys, and I had that with St. Louis where, you know, I was with that organization for five, six years, and uh, you play them the first game, and you're, you're with a new team, and you, you went, once the like, year's on, you're, you're playing for that jersey, you know, and that's, that's my approach right now, that these are my new teammates, and this is who I play for now, and, the, and uh, I just want to make an impact where I can and uh, help this team be successful down the future.
2: That is 30-year-old Adam Cracknell. 10 points, 44 games this season. He's 6'2", 210. The other waiver acquisition, Adam Party, 31 years old. One assist in 14 games. He's 6'4", 220. More on him later on on Inside Sports. We'll also talk to Brett Pollock, the Oil King, who was traded from Dallas to Calgary today while he was playing for the Oil Kings. And that loss to Victoria, that'll be interesting. Bob Stoffer and Jason Strudwick in the next hour as well. I think Strudwick is a fan of the maroon acquisition, but we'll find out for sure. Stoffer from Buffalo. He flew there with the Oilers today. By the way, if you want the full Peter Shirelli media comments, you can go to the Oilers page on 630Ched.com. My name is Reed Wilkins. The studio producer tonight is Kellen Kennedy. That has been the first hour of Inside Sports. We are back after the 7 o'clock news.